Welcome to the new media show. We're back. Doing the new media show again. People are actually going to listen to this junk. We do it live. We're live right now. We'll just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We just can't get enough. The new media show. Let's go. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. Bada bing, bada boom. The new media show. We do it live. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We're going live. The new media show. I'm like Adam Curry, and you're more like John C. Tavora. I think I am Adam Curry, and you're the old curmudgeon. We do it live. Do the new media show again. The new media show. Technology. We make it sound so special. Yes, sounds so special, Rob, and this thing is driving me crazy today. Here we are at the new media show. We're back. (laughs) Back in your studio again. Yeah, back in the studio. And you know, you know, what is uh, annoying, and I'm just going to tell you what's annoying, is that Restream.io, every, I mean, literally every week I hit go go live with it. And it says, oh, you need to re-authenticate. You need to re-authenticate your login. And of course, it doesn't allow the stream to go live. So, huh. I got back and reauthenticated it and here, you know, I used it on Monday and it was good. And Wednesday I hit it and it flips me the bird. So, <laughs> so I heard you're in the new shill for StreamYard. My new shill. <laughs> well, they're sponsoring the content that I'm starting to oh. produce and I'm, I'm talking about them and I'm using their tools. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So a little quid pro pro, I guess, right? You a little pat me on the back, I'll pat you on the back deal type of thing, right? Well, a sponsorship, course. yeah, of course. Well, yeah, it's good. Right. right. It is a it's good. Not any it different is different than what you've been doing with uh, Abs- GoDaddy. Absolutely, for, for I've been shilling right. for them for years, and and you know, and here's the thing: <laughs> it's a good product too. So you know, without all the complexity of everything I'm doing here, so in some yeah, way, I mean, it, I think it's yeah. In some ways, and I think it, it's a little bit of a sign of the times too, and and some of the research that's coming out is starting to point it out too. So, and and some of the you know I have always said if I had to rebuild this platform, I would never do what I've done. And one thing that's kind of cool that you don't know, I think StreamYard supports. I think they support NDI. So if you have any NDI cameras, you can connect an NDI camera. So that's what I have here. So it lowers yeah. the over to everything's over IP, but. Hey, I got, I got a story to tell you. Oh, there's lots of stories out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, so I got this, I got this email and the guy said, Hey, I'm doing a show on podcasting and I'd love to have you on the show. And I'm like, sure. You know, and send me over the link to your website. And, uh, they, they said, we don't have a website. I'm like, okay, send me the link to your Apple podcast listing and we don't have one of those. I'm like, okay, where's your show at? And I said, well, we're, we're on YouTube. We're on the fastest growing podcast platform. And I said, well, you are not a podcast. You are a YouTube channel. And I kind of went on to explain that, you know, even though YouTube is calling podcast podcasts, it's bastardized. It's not really a podcast. It's just, you know, someone's making up a name and trying to steal the, uh, steal a space. But here's here. And so I explained to him, I said, listen, you know, if you want to be a technically, 
a real podcaster, this is what you need to do. And I, you know, I spent some, he was dumbfounded. Never heard of Apple Podcasts. He's doing a show on podcasting. He's never heard of Apple Podcasts. So there's well, just funny, Todd, if you think about it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. I mean, and heard of Spotify. It's kind of, kind of ridiculous, actually, in a lot of ways. Had not heard yeah. of Pocket Cast and a few of, you know, other things. So I, my point here was, is that, and I had a discussion with another show today. I said, I, again, we don't care where you listen. You listen anywhere. We're live on YouTube right now. We're live on Spotify, TikTok, Twitter, wherever else we're live. We don't care where you listen. But by God's sakes, if you're going to be a creator, and you better know what a podcast is. And, and uh, again, we're not worried about the audience here. We're worried about educating podcasters. So after a couple of emails back and forth, he's look, looking into things and going to see about getting set up as a podcast. And, and I looked at the YouTube channel and, you know, it's, it's kind of typical for a brand new YouTube channel. Um, you know, and they're trying, they're trying to build a show over there for a YouTube channel. And, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I saw something from you that got me a little concerned. I had to, had to put my thumb on you a little bit. Yeah. I know you're, you're all buying into video right now and buying into, but we need to be very careful in making creators think that they have a podcast when it's only on YouTube. That, that I'm sorry, I'm going to hold the line. That is not, that is a YouTube channel. We need to, we need to make sure that uh, we, we keep these content creators educated because if we don't, here's what's going to happen. Little by little, year after year, all of a sudden, everybody's going to be over on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, YouTube's going to say, hey, you don't need to be over here on his podcast apps. You're, you're fine right here with us. And they're going to take over the medium and open the open podcasting that has existed since 2004 will cease to exist. And once again, we will have gatekeepers. And there'll be a few old curmudgeons out there they're like me. They're still saying, hey, you know, uh, open and free, not censored and un under control. Uh, you know, we can't let folks have an inch. Not on this one. Yeah, but Todd, we can't control what the momentum is. We can. No. We can educate and right. help people understand what the differences are but uh if the winds of change are blowing the, um the there's not much we can the do the winds about it. are not so, changing right. it's we're allowing no you can't force people todd I mean, no people it, we're gonna, not talking about listeners we're not talking yeah, about listeners no no well but that's the point is that we have to talk about listeners well, well listen we, again we don't care where listeners listen rob that's been the that's case true. from the beginning but podcasters i'll be damned if i'm going to let a podcaster say he's a podcast when he does not have an RSS feed. They need to be called out and say, no, you're not a podcast. Yeah, but how are you going to stop it, Todd? You're not going to stop Actually. it, but you need to educate and you need to, we need to let them know. <laughs> Guess what's going to happen? Yeah, but, what, yeah. what will happen? Mark my words. If we, if we don't educate, this. if we yeah. don't educate and if we don't keep the flag flying, 
then what's going to happen is all of a sudden the podcaster is going to say, I got deplatformed. And guess what? Yeah. We're going to say, we told, we told you so. That is the danger here, Todd. No. no question about it. And it is gatekeepers and non-open, non-advancement of the space. It's falling back into what things were prior to 2004. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If they, if, they, if they succeed in what they're attempting to do, Blueberry, Libsyn, all these companies will be gone. They will be gone in five years. They will be well, gone. They that- won't exist. Okay, well, these streaming platforms are not distributing we're not ta- audio. We're not talking about, st- we're talking about the, uh, the, the changing definition of people trying to, as creators, I, I'm mm-hmm. talking about, I'm the, I don't care how content creators, uh, how listeners listen. I've been an advocate of listening wherever you want to listen forever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about how listeners listen. I'm talking about making creators understand the value of this medium and maybe they don't give us maybe they don't give a crap maybe 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 we're doomed and we don't even know it yeah but i don't think that we need to feel threatened by this because what we're talking about here is video platforms we're but, not talking about audio platforms but but no 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 but if you all of a sudden every podcaster thinks they have to do audio i mean do video to be a podcast we already if their see- audience thinks that they're a podcast as a, as a video show, which if you go back to the early days of podcasting, Wait. 30, 40% of podcasting. I, I understand that. Right. So, you know, there's really, this is kind of like a, you know, a full I, cycle, I, I, I'm not, full circle type I'm, of situation. But the problem right. we're going to run into is, is if, if, and I am big on audio and video, I do both. We're streaming live. We're on, you know, on all the podcasting apps with, you know, lit and live right now. Mm-hmm. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say as an industry, we need yeah. to get on board and in, in educating ongoing, continual, hard hitting education of content creators to make sure they understand this is what you're getting into if you do this. If you go over to YouTube and create a show and you call it a podcast over there and it's video, which is fine, and you call it a podcast, be, be, just be aware. You, you can call it a goat. I don't care. But what will happen is you are not on a free and open platform. You are not. You are under someone's infrastructure that can put a thumb on you and you're gone. You're deplatformed. You're ghosted. You're shadow banned. You are driven down on the a logarithm, whatever it may be. But that could happen in podcasting too, in audio podcasting. No, it can't. No, it can't. Well, Todd, we've talked about Why, it. Well, how, how, how can audio? No, it can't. Because guess what? If you built your brand, if you have built your brand and not built someone else's brand, if you built well, this, your brand, yeah. then guess what? You can't. Is Alex Jones still online? Yep. So if you built your brand, you will still have a voice. You will still be online. You will not be suppressed. All these things can be true, Todd, at the same time. Yeah. And and be be riding together. Um, I wanted to pull up a a slide. I'm not giving giving YouTube an inch on this because – 
they have a bad history. Google has a horrible history of right. cutting the rug underneath, out from underneath people. We have to look at the history of what the company has done. They have come in and said, we're going to do this for this community. They build a community and they say, oh, by the way, by, we're going to change the rules. We're going to change horses. And all those third parties were screwed. So you're showing some screen. What is this? Yeah, this is a screenshot from the Pew Research that just came out this past week um, saying about half of the top-ranked podcasts have a video component to them. So what we have to be careful of is are we advocating against something that's already happening? Uh, 51% no, of you're, you're, the top half uh, top-ranked podcasts are you're, doing video. You're getting, my, you're getting my point wrong, Rob. No, I'm taking a different perspective on it. No, While no, I, I, I'm time, saying if people want to do a video component and have a video component and they're successful with their video component, great. That's yeah, but fantastic. Why can't they call that a podcast? As long as it's tied to an RSS feed, then yes. Why? Yeah, but RSS and video distribution are not handled in the same way, typically. Why not? On this show, it is. Well, okay. Um, but I'm okay with talking about making your your video podcast available through an RSS feed. Absolutely, I'm all right with that conversation if you want to have that. But that's but, not how most but, people are doing. But it they say it's a video component. It's not their podcast. Well, they're not very specific about no. it. No, so I create TikTok reels. I'm creating right. YouTube Shorts. All this stuff. I'm creating that stuff too. So that is a video component of my show for social right. promotion. Okay, so what's the problem with with having, um, you know, your show being called a podcast when it's available on on, on YouTube? If it looks like just like what we're doing right now, so it's not I, a podcast. It's not well, a podcast. Well, well, this is a podcast. This this is this is a right, podcast. Why is it a right, podcast? But a a viewer of this show on YouTube that is not currently watching or listening to the video or the, the audio side on RSS of this show, we can still say this is a podcast over on that platform. But we also, but we also educate in the show where you can go to follow and subscribe to the show via podcast. I don't well, ask people, fine, I don't ask God, people. It feels like we're splitting hairs. On no, this. we're not. And yeah, we don't yeah, care where enough. listeners listen. This is the point. I, know I, I keep don't saying care, that's my point. Okay. I don't care. The, but but the, the don't, show is heard on YouTube. I don't care Twitter either. I don't or, care either. I don't care either. But don't okay. call your podcast a podcast if it's not a technically true podcast. So that means that that people that watch this show on YouTube can't call our show a podcast. They can because this show is distributed as a podcast. That's my point. Yep. But if it's not, but the viewer sees it. Okay, if Rob, like Rob, podcast, Rob, Rob, like Rob, podcast, Rob, 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 just, just hold they up. They call it a podcast. If I do a live show, if I do a live show on YouTube only, that is a YouTube channel. It's not a, yeah, po but, it's a show on YouTube. If I'm but, only on YouTube, it is a show on YouTube. I, I get that, Todd, but even YouTube is calling it a video podcast. Well, guess what? They're wrong. And we need to stand up and fight. Okay, so a billion views is wrong then. No, no one's getting a billion views on podcasts. No one. No well, one. But 
No one. Todd, we're right at the beginning of this. So what? So okay. what? I've been on YouTube for 10 years. What has it done for me? Zero. Has it earned me any money? Zero. Okay. I have a hard time believing, Todd, that, that um, having shows available on YouTube that the audience thinks are a podcast, even though they don't technically have an RSS feed, there's an opportunity to make those shows or get those shows to convert to distributing on RSS. Okay. So that's I great. I see that that's a that's an op opportunity. That's, that's an opportunity, but guess what? Right. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck with what? They don't. We've seen his over history. They don't convert. They don't convert Why is that? because they're YouTube channels. That's what they are. That's not the answer, Todd. They, Why are they not uh, not thinking about making their shows available? Because they ongoing. never have success. Very few shows have had cross success over the past many, many years. Very few. Very few okay, shows. Well, it seems to me that that's the education opportunity. Well, the no, what it is, is they have a YouTube show that they're portraying okay. it as a podcast. And it's not a freaking podcast. It is okay. a YouTube show. Why would you okay. want to be called a podcast if you're on YouTube doing YouTube, a show? I don't even understand the idea behind that. That makes because absolutely. Because increasingly audiences are <laughs> seeing, seeing these shows as video podcasts. Well, that is, that there, then guess what? We have lost the battle because we have a bunch of people that don't understand. Just like this person I talked to on this email. Uh, but but the, they don't care to understand this. I well, mean, guess what? This newer, this younger generation. Then we're screwed. Heard, then right? we are screwed. The industry. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Screwed, Absolutely. No, I don't think we are. Because as soon no. as everyone thinks that the place to have their podcast is on YouTube. And we don't need to have a podcast app. You don't need an RSS feed. As soon as people think. You don't? That, no. As soon as people think that. Why do you think that that's the default? It, it seems rather extreme, Todd, to think that, that people would automatically assume that. Well, I had my first example of it came into my inbox. I can share with you that. It's sure, a, there's examples of it, but that doesn't mean that everybody thinks that. Well, if there's one, I don't think there's a hundred. And I know that plenty of people, I'm working on this on, on a 100 TV network. But you're switching and, uh, into a video focus. You're moving away from a podcast focus. You're promoting it as video first. So you should be building a YouTube presence because primarily podcasts are consumed in an audio format. And primarily because no one, very few shows, put their show. Is your, Okay, Rob, is your video show. Okay, I'm going to ask you. Is your video component of your TV show available today as a video podcast on Apple Podcasts? No, the uh, audio is available. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh, oh. But well, you are playing, you're a video. Oh, it's playing to the strength of both platforms. It's playing not. to the strength. <laughs> audio is, is, is by far the, <laughs> the largest um, type of podcast that's, that's being consumed out there. It, so it makes sense to put your audio out as a RSS feed podcast, uh, which. Why not your video? Because so, so is the whole network. So why um, can't you put your why can't you put the video out as a video podcast? We certainly could. You it's should. The platform that we're on, if which it, is a Spreaker, does not support video. Oh well, maybe you need to be on a, a hosting platform that does support video. I, 
you know, <laughs> but it also increased costs because hosts like Blueberry and that's Wilson right. charge um, quite a bit of money for video hosting. And that's one of the reasons why YouTube has rose in prominence. Well, right? this is, this is why we both it, know the history of if this. you want to do video, you have to pay the piper. If you want to have, if you're going to call your, no, you don't have to, if Todd, you're going to call, if you're going to call, yeah. if you're going to call your, so what you should say is, please listen to the audio podcast and for the T for the video, watch our TV show on YouTube. Cause you're, yeah, but you don't have to see, you're trying to dictate to people what they should, should and should not do. I'm just, I'm, I'm just playing devil's it's advocate not. here. So you do not have a video podcast, Rob. You have a video. I have a podcast. You have a it. video show and you have an audio podcast. Okay. It could be defined that way. I'm not against defining <laughs> it that way. I'm just saying that, that as far as YouTube is concerned, it is a podcast. Oh God. God help us. You, you are become brainwashed. No, I'm not brainwashed. I think I'm so. seeing what's right in front of me. Well, I, I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding the line. I know you are. And that's Be fine. Well, you know, and here's the deal too. And we haven't learned. We have not learned from past history. Yeah, now I've already heard of a couple companies that said, oh, we're going to integrate with YouTube podcasts. And guess what? But I also faced this whole pushback when I launched my podcast back in uh, 2004 because I was on the radio. Well, you know, it was biased because I was a radio show. Well, welcome, be a podcast. welcome to come over. Well, I know, but the, but the problem is, is that there's a history of exclusion in the podcast. No, there's not a history of exclusion. Again, what have we said? From, I felt it back what, in 2004. What we have said from the beginning is don't care where they listen as long as they listen. Don't care where they watch as long as they watch. But the podcasting medium has always been very proprietary to its infrastructure oh, as a definition of what that is. When it comes to distribution of podcasting and to be called a podcast from, again, I'm only talking about the creator side. Listeners are going to do whatever they want. Viewers are going to do whatever they want. But, well, but we need to, we need to we make need to start thinking about We that, need to make because... sure creators, creators, understand the difference. And as long as they're educated and know that, yep, at some point YouTube could shut you off and pull the plug on you and you can have an extinction event. As long as they know that good, they make their own decision. That's the risk that you take. And if you but, add advertising to your show now, increasingly there is content moderation coming into and, podcasts. And when you, and when you, well, not from blueberry. Well, yeah, okay. I'm talking about the industry as a whole is definitely moving towards integrating content moderation. Well, we need to put, a, we need to have a list. We need to have a list of the jerk offs that are doing that and make sure that it is oh, well known. We already know who's doing it. Though. Well, then it's, we need to publish the list of who's doing content moderation, who's moderating content so that we know who's being censored. No, it's the, it's the advertisers are the ones that are demanding content moderation as a, definition for flow of um, ad buys. Well, I don't care about that. If you choose to do ad buys, well, that's, that's where it's happening. Don't say but, you don't but care. No, about I don't, it, I don't because, happening. because not 50% of podcasters don't care about money. So they, they're not going to have advertising in their shows. So they don't have to worry. I don't care if you, if you play in the advertising game 
If you're going to play in the advertising game, you have to know the consequences of saying something in your show that could get your show demonetized. If you're going to play that game, then then guess what? You have to be wear the big boy, big girl pants and live with the content and make sure that if you know you say the wrong thing in the wrong way or the wrong phrase in the wrong uh, sequence, you're you're going to be demonetized. So if you play that game, mm-hmm. if you play that game, you, you, you have to know that. And you know what? Yeah, and if I, you talk about topics, there's alternatives. You can move your show or split your time um, on a platform like Rumble and be able to talk about But why would you, you want to move about. to Rumble? Have a podcast on open RSS that is not, that is not. Well, you we have a platform. We don't need to move to another platform. We right. can be distributed on another platform. We don't need to go to another platform as podcasters. I know a lot of people to, are going to say, and a lot of people are going to say, Todd, you're being extreme. No, I'm. I I totally get where. You, I mean, I was in your camp <laughs> for most of my my career working at a podcast hosting company. I get you. Hundred percent. Someone said, "Rob, ask Streamyard to implement RTMP poll so we can use Podcasting 2.0 live item feature when doing a live recording." I'm all right with that. Yeah, please ask them that. Yeah, that was asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think most podcasters want to grow audience, right? And and they want to keep their costs low. And I think that's that's the how that's much the rub, how much low can it economy, Todd? How much low can it go? How much low so you're saying, so, so they want to save money. So that your solution is send them to YouTube. Well, that's always been the solution, Todd, on the video side. Well, of course, people that want to do that, want to put a video embed on their website and not make their podcast, their video pod. So th- see, if you don't, if you're putting a video embed on a website, right. it's not a right. podcast anymore. So that discounts the fact that you're you're putting it out as an audio podcast in our assessment. If you have an audio podcast, it's an, you've got a podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the podcast version of the show, right? And well, the video side is the is the YouTube it is the show. No, I'm just saying. So, so really here, call... here, here's my main point. I, we can argue over semantics all day, but my main point is right. the second we give ground, it's like that show. I told him, I said, I don't want to, I, I will not Before come on. I'm us, saying, I, I, told, I told this, no, yeah. I, I'm not. I told that show. Well, I'm saying, but the content creators, the podcast. Okay, so fine. So I told the show that wanted to interview me about podcasting on a podcast show that was only a YouTube channel. I said that's, no. That's what you need to do, Todd. That's I said the no to all this. I said no. That's the answer to all this is that the hosting companies need to be advocates for what they do and the advantages. That's of right. Your show via RSS. and I explained that but they can't can't go about trying to cancel other ways that podcasters are trying to distribute their show. Well, I'm not, not talking about not allow them to call those versions of their show. Well, I'm going to continue to call a show that's on YouTube that doesn't have an associated RSS feed and not an available podcast. Those Joe Rogan is, Oh, by the way, Joe Rogan is not a podcast. He is a show on Spotify. 
But it, but millions of people in the world think he does a podcast, Todd. I'm sorry to. Oh, I know. I understand that. That's the fact. Oh, I understand. I understand. But But doesn't it going to stop me from saying his show is no longer a podcast, even though he has his Libsyn feed still on reserve. So that when when the Spotify money runs out, as it will, when he has to come back and go back to syndication again. So. I'm still waiting for that. Well, he's on it probably at least a two year contract. So we'll see. Well, it's been longer than two years, but uh, how long has it been? He's been over there. It's probably been three or four already. Mm. When did Joe Rogan go to Spotify? I think uh, it was in 2020. Would be my guess. But again, you know, he's he, he is really kind of the exception. All the other shows over there have been canceled. You know, look at the stupid money they spent with Harry and Megan, $23 million. Um, well, and Spotify is another example of a platform that's increasingly embracing, uh, what's being termed a video podcast. So he started in December of 2020. So yeah, it's been, uh, more than two years. Um, mm-hmm. I think, it, but, and then there's speculation now around Twitter getting back into distributing. Yeah. They're not, they're never, they're never going to implement RSS. So, well, that you're, you're assuming that that's, that's, they don't want, um, they don't, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, they don't want you to leave their platform because you are the product you're being monetized against. They do not want you to leave the platform. They want to feed you ads. They want you to be a slave to their system. They, they want, they don't want you to leave. Right. Because they're monetizing against you. That's the direction that, that, yeah, that the world is heading is toward proprietary platforms. And I believe that AI technology is going to. I don't want to talk about AI today, but here's the thing. As podcasters, as long as the, okay, I don't care. Every show, it's do, do your own thing. Knock yourself out. Right. But if, but if you want to mo- take your show and make YouTube its primary point of presence and say, this is my podcast on YouTube, I will predict it now like I have done for many, many years. What have I said? Control your RSS feed. Control your brand. Control your .com. Own your stack. Because what, what is happening on Facebook right now? I just, I just did a, a whole huge dialogue on my Geekness Central podcast about what's going on with vendors crying. People are crying that they have lost 50%, 50% of their web traffic back to their websites because an opaque algorithm change by Facebook leaves publishers in the dark. They have cut their own throats because they, they built their entire business model around the fact that they weren't driving people to their website. They were building groups on Facebook and say, oh, by the way, come over here and buy our product. Mm-hmm. They've given ground and uh, Facebook says, oh, I don't want people leaving. I don't want leaving to go to your, your stinking website. So what do they mm-hmm. do? 
They drove you down. People can't seed the link out no more. So these companies are going out of business because Facebook has cut their web traffic to their websites 50%. What happens? What happens when YouTube and Google change the Alago? And all of a sudden, all your traffic is now being shifted to YouTube. They're not being sent to your website. They're not being sent to Apple. And all of a sudden, YouTube changes the rules. Yeah. What happens? Cut your own throat. We have to be careful. People say, Todd, you're crazy. I hear people already listen to the show saying, you're crazy. No, I'm, I don't think you're crazy. I, I think that's been going on with Google and AdSense for years that, that Google decides to lower the commissions or lower the payouts. And that's, that's how they, that's their business model going forward. I did, there's one other little thing that I wanted to share too, um, that I've seen on my own, uh, YouTube channel since I've made some changes, um, so I wanted to share that screen really quick. It's basically um, <clears throat> a tracking of the subscribers to my channel um, since about probably um, mid March. So are uh, you? Time. So are you pushing them back to subscribe on your website for your show, Rob? Are you telling them where to go instead of telling them to go to YouTube? No, I'm not. So all You're- I'm Okay, there's two things. Okay, if you're looking at the screen, you're seeing my subscriber subscriber account. I've had an account, a YouTube account sent for 16 years. Right. So you can see the track, but sure. what you're looking at on the screen is the track of my subscribers to my channel um, since about um, early June. Okay. Oh, no, no uh, uh, June of 2019. So just as far back as basically three and a half years yep. or so. So I did a couple of things. I went into my, my channel and I, um, well, first of all, I became a premium subscriber of YouTube. Right. So I signed up to pay for no ads. I've been that way for a long time. Right. And, and I did another thing was I, I, I updated a few of the metadata, um, references to the the 32 videos that I have in in my current personal channel and um you can see what happened to my subscriber numbers for some reason I didn't do any extra promotion of anything I just made those two changes and my my subscriber numbers went up 15,000% but what is it? from 1 March. to 20 so that's how do you <laughs> okay come on rob <laughs> so okay no, no, I know I know what you're saying <laughs> It's gone up 800 subscribers uh, just in the last two or, two or three or four months. But you're actively re- building stuff on the channel. You're putting new stuff out. You're feeding the beast over there. No, this was before I launched my show over there. But there's a so, that blue mark, though, shows increase largely when you've done the new show, right? No, that goes back to like March. So I wasn't doing any any new show or new content on, on YouTube back in March. All I did was um, update some metadata of some some of the of the titles and descriptions sure. of of some of the episodes, the thirty four episodes. And most of those episodes are between you know 
three and 16 years old. Right. And, and then I subscribed to the premium on YouTube and you can see what happened to my subscribers. You think you subscribing to the premium drove your subscribers up on your personal channel? I think maybe it maybe activated the promotion um, in the algorithm of the content that I had there. Or it could be just coincidentally that a lot of the content that has gotten a lot of growth over there is content that is related to my early adoption of um, EV vehicles. Oh, okay. Um, and that there's a heightened growth and in interest in hybrids and, and EV vehicles because I've, I've got one video that I made of my Toyota Camry that has over 200,000 views now. Oh, that's, um, that's big. Yeah. And then I've got a, a bunch of other ones that I made about my Nissan Leaf that I had and also the Tesla Model S mm-hmm. in there that have spiked in their views as well over the last three months. So, so I, this could just be coincidental to, to, to just the interest in electric vehicles. It, could be that entirely. I don't know. I'm just but again, trying to it's, align these things. Yeah, but you know, so you know, you've added your current content on top of that. So, yeah, but uh, if you look at the actual chart itself, the numbers actually um, have gone down oh. since I've launched my new show, and it's not on my channel. Oh, I got you. Well, you so, know, right. y- you can. If you choose to work hard, just like anything else, you can build a successful YouTube channel. There are about 30 things you have to do. They're well-documented. You can do Google searches. There's, you have to publish twice a week. You have to be, you know, you got to keep people watching all the way to the end. There's just a whole host of rules that you have to do to build a successful YouTube channel. And and they did here re- recently drop the qualification requirements um, lower for monetizing your channel. It's still so 4,000 hours. No, they actually dropped it down to 3,000 hours and then down to 500 subscribers. You have to have 500 subscribers and 3,000 hours. Yeah. That's uh, the that's the new requirement. I don't think it's been officially but rolled it's, out. It's but a, it's, it's, a, it's a rolling one. You have to continually stay qualified. It's not like you qualify. Well, it's a 365-day right. qualification. Right. You have to right. have 3,000 listener hours. And so, again, I don't care where people build their content. I really don't. You know, but what well, obviously we... obviously you do, Todd. No, so I, I don't. Don't say you don't care. No, but it just... I think you do it, care. I do care if you call it a podcast right. and it's on YouTube and that's it. You know, and... For me, that's a personal thing. Does it, is right. it going to change the world? No, but I can do my part and shows like this and other things I go on to say, listen, if you're going to have a podcast, a podcast, it needs to have syndication. It needs to be on an RSS feed. It needs to be follower subscribe on a podcast app. So, like Jeffrey, oh, YouTube has XML. It's buried. You know, and it won't work as a YouTube. You can't subscribe to a to a uh, YouTube XML and have it show up in podcast apps. Now they could change that. Well, that that raises another question, Todd. Why couldn't we <clears throat> create a 
a YouTube channel or not, not a YouTube channel, but an RSS feed that contains links to streaming video files. <clears throat> That's what video is, is streaming video files. No, I said, but include the links to a streaming video file versus because it won't, they won't play unless it's in a web player or on an app. They don't allow you to directly play a render video outside of the YouTube platform. You can't just go watch a video that's on YouTube unless it's, you know, if you do it, you're going to get hammered. They want you on the YouTube platform. And it's increasingly the case with uh, Spotify and and other platforms that are allowing longer form content to be uploaded directly to their platforms. So we're seeing video move. I think we're clearly in an era of proprietary platforms. Twitch has video. just banned restreaming. You can't restream now. You can only, if you're going to do video on Twitch, you have to be on Twitch and only on Twitch. Shh. Yeah. They're not allowed to restream to other platforms. So this show isn't available on Twitch anymore is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not saying it isn't. Well, I haven't found it over there in a long time. Well, it, it's on. It is. But yeah, no, found it over there. no, no one watches it over there. Well, I, I do a search for this show over on Twitch and I can't find it. So I don't know if it's just streaming live and not being saved. That's what's happening or yeah, who knows? Yeah. Also, uh, in the Pew research, I thought it was interesting. I can pop this up as well um, about, let me see if I can get that screenshot big enough where it's going to be visible. But um, here, let me screen share this really quick. Let me look, see if, um, see if we're still live over there. So Yeah, we're live right it, now on Twitch. Oh, we are? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Pew research is showing is that about a quarter of the top ranked podcasts are about true crime. That's not so surprising. Thought, yeah. It's, so it's showing 24% um, of the top ranked podcasts. That's probably the top, you know, 500 podcasts, or I'm not sure what the total number of what their top rank is. It's a uh, 451 top ranked podcasts. So of the, Top 451 podcasts, 24% of them are true crime podcasts. And then 10% are politics and government. 9% are the entertainment, pop culture, and the arts. 8% are self-help and relationships. 6% are sports. 4% history. I thought it was interesting if you go all the way to the bottom of this thing, it says multiple topics, 20%. I think that's... That's an interesting development because um, that's what I used to do uh, with my old radio show was produce a show that covers a variety of topics. And to some degree, I would say that this show is a little bit like that. Um, probably. So I'm not really sure an example of what show that they would be talking about, about multiple topics at 20% of the top 451. I guess it would be shows that are generically named and talk about lots of different stuff. Well, I, I, I've invoked a reaction on YouTube. Oh, you have? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll let you finish. What? So anyway, I just wanted to share this. Um, and then it looks like uh, 
history, money and finance are pretty low. 2% uh, comedy is 2%, which I, I was a little surprised at that. Um, and then religion. So I would say that the comedy and the entertainment pop culture probably belong together. I don't know that separating them makes a lot of, makes a lot of sense, but, but it does point to maybe a, a change in the medium away from comedy to some degree. Um, because comedy and religion are at the same percentage, 2%. So, and then technology is 1% and health is 1%. Uh, I think it, those are interesting kind of trend lines if they're accurate with the top 451 shows. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have a reaction to that? Tom? Yeah. We're, we're going to be putting some data out soon. And you know, some of this stuff is, you know, where are they getting those 451 top shows from Apple podcasts? Probably. Well, it, it says at the bottom down here, it says 451 top ranked podcasts. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the top 300 in average U.S. daily rankings on Spotify and Apple podcasts from April 1 to September 30th of 2022. Gotcha. So that's a year old. Yeah, it is a year old. Right? So on YouTube, someone says, Todd, you may not be lying from the next iteration of the culture of a podcast. Can we suggest you remain open to what podcasters want? You can do whatever you want as a podcaster. I'm not and saying. they are. Yeah, so, you can do whatever you want. Right. But if right. you go ahead and abandon RSS and then mark my yeah, words. But, yeah, but I, I mean, Todd, if I were you, I wouldn't even raise that topic. I would, I would just be saying, get your show out on RSS because you're going to grow your audience. Right. Well, they are. I would just say that. Todd, all the social media. Oh, wait. The listener is the customer, so we need to speak their language. Yeah, we, wherever, they, wherever the listener wants to go, I don't care. Like I've said before, I don't care where they consume the content. This right. content is everywhere. This show is yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I think we all agree to that. Yeah, so. it's, that's from uh, yeah. Ross. Ross says, my blog post contain both the YouTube embed and the audio podcast player. So you have a YouTube show and a audio podcast is what you have. That certainly is true. Right. right. Technically. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But some, uh, some viewers on YouTube are going to say, well, I'm listening to the new media show podcast on YouTube. So that is a reality. To Whatever the listeners say, I don't care what the listeners say. Again, I don't care what the listeners or viewers are doing. They're going to consume it. All I'm talking about, again, yeah. let's leave, leave the listeners alone. This is just podcasters. We're just podcasters right here, right? We're no, yeah, well, no listeners. About, because this, about who listens to this show? Podcasters. Listeners know, are not but, listening to this show. But podcasters do care about how many listeners that they have. I know, I know. But I'm saying is, stop, Rob. We're, we're, talking, about, we're talking about podcasting and how you. By its traditional sure. definition yes and right. where the listeners listen is great you want to be in youtube you want to be on tiktok you want to be on linkedin where, good for you go for like, it wherever right? your listeners want to listen yeah. fantastic i'll yeah. join you <laughs> the caution it's just right. a caution for future podcasts so what are we ad okay todd what are we advocating for then we're advocating, we advocating education to make pod creators to understand the value of podcasting. Of RSS. That's it. So let's do that. That's it. Yeah. 
That's it. And if people want to call what's on YouTube a podcast, I'll call it. I'll I'll call it not a podcast if it's not. There's nothing we can do about it, Todd. Nothing we can do about it. You're right. But what can we do is we can, as a podcast community, protect the podcast space while at the same time satisfying all our listeners. Right. If you don't think the podcasting space is worth protecting, then you haven't been listening to the show long enough to understand the history of why podcasting started to begin with. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Took 49 minutes to get there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because if you allow the gatekeepers to control your shows, there will be a day you'll wake up and you'll be like, they're gonna, you'll have an expletive that's going to come out of your mouth right. and say, man, I remember, I remember this dude. He used to scream and yell about podcasters having their shows being distributed via RSS. And I thought he was an idiot. Yeah. Should have listened. This has happened multiple times over the past 18 years. I've said things and said things and said things. So you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And all of a sudden, Oh, huh. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Am I trying to protect an industry that I know needs to have a continued open, open standard? Why are we doing all this work with podcasting 2.0 to expand the features that everyone's been complaining about? Mm -hmm. Can't, you can't, most podcasters are never going to get monetized on YouTube. Right. They're not going to have super chats. Most are not. Never going to happen. Never. You can have super chat within podcasting 2.0 today. It's called a boost. No. So. Do you want to change topics, Todd? Not really. <laughs> RSS may become bendable in order to survive. And RSS doesn't have to bend. It is bending. It's expanding. We're, well, it's just adding capability. It's adding capability. Right. We've right. added right. like 20 new features to, to RSS. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. It is so, awesome. It is awesome. I agree. It's actually, some of the stuff that's to be done in podcasting is now making changes in radio streaming. Mm-hmm. It's so you know, it'd be great to see the big platforms kind of embrace these changes. Um, it's questionable <clears throat> since it wasn't their idea whether or not they'll uh, do uh, that. Some but. won't, but I think there's like eight or nine apps now that have finally jumped on the bandwagon. So it's jumped up. And RSS doesn't. All right, here's the thing: YouTube does. Okay, here's here's all right. We're going to open the book of of predictions. Here's okay. here's my prediction. Soon, YouTube is going to say, submit your RSS feed over here. We'll suck, in your, we'll suck in your RSS feed. Thank you very much. And three to four years from now, when they have all these RSS feeds from all these podcasters, they're going to send a note to those podcasters and say, hey, we, we, we want to be your host. We'll take care of everything for you. We'll host everything for free. Come on over here. We've got your RSS feed created for you. Come on over. 
And you'll do that and be happy because you don't have to send Blueberry or Libsyn or Podbean or anybody to any more money. And then a year or so later, all of a sudden, what's going to start happening after the, after the death toll has taken place is they're going to say, oh, your content's not acceptable on our platform no more. You're, you're out of here. We're going to deplatform you. You're gone. You're, you're, you're going to be driven down. Your content won't be found anymore. Well, Todd, this the is, truth is, is that can all happen right now. Okay, so, in YouTube it can. Sure. Well, through through the podcast hosts. You know, they do have an API that many podcast hosts have been utilizing for a long time that automatically submits your show over yeah, to YouTube yeah, they could, whenever they, you publish right, it. They could. Right. So and that conversion happens. I don't see YouTube converting over to audio. All no, I see but, but he, they're but he, gonna do the same thing that they've been doing in the API for like eight years now, which is Take your audio, convert it. Somebody's going to convert it to a video, whether it's YouTube or the podcast hosting platforms. One of the two. I'm not sure where it happens technically, but um, it's going to be converted into a video that's going to be hosted over there. So I don't see a big difference between submitting well, your RSS I'm to them just, and doing it through an API. I'm just saying you give this company a feeder. Mm-hmm. It was a classic example. Destroyed an entire industry. Well, and they I, said, they said, oh, guess what? And we say, hey, come over here, use this great feed reader. It's great. And it was a beautiful, I mean, a beautiful product. Oh, we, we, they couldn't monetize it because guess what? All, all of us were submitting our original content into the system that people could consume and then come to our websites and make comments. And they said, oh, we're, we're taking too much traffic away from Google. So they killed it because they wanted the traffic. They wanted to control it. They wanted to monetize your audience and this is this is this this is the caution this is the caution and maybe i'm not explaining maybe i'm not explaining it right no i think it's fine to caution i think it's also uh right to think that um (laughs) i don't see based on my conversations with the folks from youtube that they're going to ever get into audio hosting so So, tom they're never going to do external (laughs) distribution so they're not going to ever be a competitor to a podcast hosting company. So Tom right. says, this episode isn't a podcast. Right now it's not. You're right. Right now it's a live stream. In about an hour, it will be a podcast episode. You're right. It's true. But from a viewer perspective, they, they think they're <laughs> watching a podcast. Right. Well, we also tell them where they can go subscribe to the show too. So they can go over to newmeshow.com and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. So don't get me wrong here. I'm not against uh, RSS. I'm not against uh, making your content available as a traditional RSS podcast. Yeah. I'm just increasingly starting to look at this question more from a viewer perspective. Because yeah. I, I believe viewers people are, cool. are, are really starting to focus on concern about how to reach and connect with audiences. Well, again, 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 I don't care from Right. What you do on for, for listeners, that's beautiful. You know, it's all good. I'm just talking about trying to preserve the open nature of the space. That's all I'm trying to protect. And, yeah, and Todd, I'm 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 increasingly in the kind of mindset and content creation side of um you know, my new podcast is called Trust Factor. And what I'm increasingly focused on is 
what positions can I take on things that build trust? Right. Right. Um, and also have a, um, a reasonable position that someone can look at that and not see bias. Right. Right. Cause that, that presents an opportunity for greater connection and audience building potential. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm representing what I am in this episode today um, is, is because of a position of trust. Now, some people are going to look at what I said uh, about video and what's happening in YouTube as maybe a violation of trust in me because I'm, I'm maybe being perceived as being against audio podcasting for some reason, but that's not actually <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, I understand where you're coming from with your show. Right. I'm, I'm actually not against audio podcasts. I built a 10-year, 13-year career in right. audio podcasting. And so I know it as well as just about anybody, but it's, I'm also feeling what's happening with uh, viewers and I'm getting sucked in. I, I acknowledge but, that um, into the video world. But, you know, I've been all in on video for a long, long time. We've been in I this show have, since Todd. 2009 or something. You I know, know you it's have. been a while. Right. But I also and, know where my bread is buttered for my personal show. And it's not from the video. But I also know, Todd, to be totally honest about it, I'm not sure that you've really um, embraced fully the YouTube opportunity for your show either. I, You know, the, I, for me, my goal for YouTube and going live was never about building a YouTube channel. And there was that. Well, it was building connection with audience. It right? was, in, it was this, this conversation that's going on right here in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's going on in the chat? I'm not looking at it right uh, now. So. Beauty of incoming snark, mummification is option to preserve a technology. Well, you know what? Go, here's what I say, Beauty Bubble. Take your podcast down off Apple Podcasts and just go on YouTube. If you think the technology is not advancing, just move on. That's your choice. That's no, your choice as a choice, content creator, right. you know? And I'm not saying that. And some people have made that choice. Yeah, that's I, fine. I, I think if you look over on, on YouTube, they are, you're exactly correct. There are people over there that are creating content that looks like a podcast, but could care less about RSS. Ross That's says, I distribute audio via RSS to have protection. If a video channel disappears or logarithms change, I store them back up on my hard drive because I don't have confidence. Right. There is an audience for video via RSS. Well, a proof that there is. Right. And this is the, why the, I keep mentioning Rumble as an alternative to YouTube. Yeah, um, I can see it in content creators um, all the time. Um, it, that 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 is a pathway that you can go now that didn't exist maybe three or four years ago. That you know this show does about and Geek in the Central does about fifteen percent video uh, on the podcast apps that support it. So yeah, I would love of, to of the have it. Every show that I do distributed on a separate RSS feed is a video podcast. Yeah. And I, I, I may do that. Right. To be quite frank about it. But again, it's, you know, and, and again, I, the space is people are going to evolve. They're going to do cool things. They're going to create, create media. They're going to build studios. They're going to do all this cool stuff. I, I'm all yeah. for that wherever they want to reach their audience. I'm just saying from a preservation standpoint of being open. Mm -hmm. 
You know, people don't appreciate open. They should. They should appreciate open. They, you know, you look at this company I just talked about, these, these companies that are being devastated traffic-wise because Facebook flipped the switch on them, turned off the traffic, you know, and they put all their eggs in the basket of you. Facebook is going to drive traffic to me instead of continuing to build their brand and doing what they needed to do to build traffic outside of other platforms. Does Amazon, does Amazon need Google, Facebook? No, people go to amazon.com. Why? Because they built something there that people value. They want to go and see. That's why my site, Geek New Central, I built value there. People go and visit that site because there's value there in content. Between 20 and 200,000 hits a day are based on people having value going to the website to consume the content. I pay people to write, to build content, to get, to drive that traffic. Google does drive traffic to that website. It is part of the strategy. Google could turn the switch off on me too. And I would, it would hurt, Mm -hmm. but it is an entity that I built. Yeah, Todd, in that Pew research that we saw that I had, I pulled up on the screen earlier, it showed 52% of the top uh, podcasts all uh, prioritized. No, no, it was like 80, 87% of all of the top uh, 451 podcasts all had uh, a, a website. So, so that's confirming what you're saying, Todd. Right. The question that I have about that going forward is that increasingly, you know, you look at what's happening to, to Google and chat GPT. Are we going to see, I, th- I think it's a reasonable question to ask, are we going to see people use less Google search going forward uh, because of AI technologies? Or are they just going to search chat GPT to get the answer and not have to do a keyword search to find a list of potential sources of an answer? I mean, is that the shift that's coming and how does that affect our, our ability to reach new audiences? Oh, that's true. People, right. Ross, I, it's a uh, video is mentioned on our pro hosting page. Yeah. So Blueberry supports video podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. So you can upload the, you know, Lipson does as well yeah. and Podbean does as well. Um, so you can do it. Right. And I, th- and Apple still supports it and. You know, this show is available. As a video and the podcast. large reason we don't promote it on the flat plans is because there's not enough storage and the pro right. plan allows unlimited storage. But anyway, going right. back to what you said about, I am concerned, Rob, about AI search and losing yep. the ability to get traffic to my website. That is definitely a concern, mm-hmm. you know, and to be honest with you, I don't know if I want a search engine that is um, purely going to give me an answer and I don't go anywhere else to research it. That's very, very dangerous. Yeah. I think we saw this developer early with the, 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 the Amazon little speakers, right? Right. I want to say, you know, the name, cause it may trigger somebody, <laughs> but, um, but the, you know, the, it, it was like getting, that was like an early feeling for what AI could be for all of us is the single source of answers for your life right yeah so this is the place to go where where you look at like a like a google search and that gives you a variety of sources to come up with an answer to something 
right? Right. Increasingly, Google search has become very commercial, right? You have to sift through like maybe almost a full page of sponsored links right. to get to what would be termed organic search results, which would be probably more authentic um, search results. So it, it's, you know, and, and, and you have to wonder how much commercialism is going to come into AI technology too. Well, it's, you know, I, I think we, it's one of those situations where <laughs> we will, uh, we will see what happens and, you know, maybe little sites like mine will be decimated by, uh, but it, it's got to get information somewhere. Where's it going to get the information for? So right, if all chat G- Chat GPT today does not share links to anything. Well, you, I do know that yeah, there's um, some plugins now that, uh, well, there's some stuff they can do, but well, Bing now, if you pull up your Skype, um, application, if you happen to still be using it, um, they have integrated, um, AI technology into, um, Skype now, and this is probably available off of Bing now too, when it gives you a output out of that chat GPT derivative product that Microsoft has, um, it will give you a, a, a bunch of links at the bottom of the, each of the, the citations that it delivers to you, which I thought was an interesting kind of hybrid model. Ross says, yeah. if you, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read the chat too. No, it's fine. Go ahead. If your podcast episodes, if you put your podcast episodes on your own website blog, should you also use the free website that a media host provides? Um, I always say you should have your own.com and we built PowerPress in a way that if blueberry goes out of business tomorrow, the plugin still works. You have to find a new place for your media, but the player still works. So we proved it for an extinction event that we hope will never happen. But, um, again, if you're over on some third party site and you don't control that website, I've always advocated, no, you're, you're not safe. Well, and if you move hosts, um, you're going to probably lose that page. Right? Yeah, you will. If you, right. if you so move hosts. There's you, a danger of that. Yeah, and, and all that Google juice is gone and you those pages don't get redirected, you know. And that's why yeah. people don't move because, you know, they have, you know, 800 episodes on on Podbean or on Libsyn and it's on their site. And if they move, they they're screwed. So this I mean, you is, can get your own custom domain name to point to those pages in, well, in most of those platforms. Yeah, then, but, yeah, but it's, again, it's it's still mapped in such a way. Good luck getting that straightened yeah, out. And if you move it, then you right. have to move the custom domain, and then it's going to have all, a different kind of SEO response. And all, right? Well, all the, all the links will be different, too, unless you're able to have a coder code something up. So this is why I've always advocated to have your own site. So it says, you know, that's, that's, you know, great point. Matter of fact, I haven't, I haven't done any marketing usage on saying anything like that. I thanks Ross. I just gave me some new ideas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not asking it as a substitute for your own site. Yeah. 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 I, mean, yeah, but, I believe in that too. I, yeah. I so many, I'm sorry, Rob. I've been I keep interrupting your conversation. You keep wanting to suck me back into AI and I do. Yeah. Okay. You, you're trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a big, uh, big topic of conversation. Well, well you know, the, the Blueberry team met last week, uh, two days of, uh, you know, conquering the world type of discussions. And uh, all I can say is on the AI front, I can't say what we're doing on the AI front. 
<laughs> well, there's been a few of your competitors that have announced. Well, they've AI. done integrations with other people, you know. So right, they've Versus done coming up with their. They've own done nothing. They've done nothing unique. Yeah. That's, well. Yeah. I probably won't go there on that, but well, that, it's not unique. It's if it's available across multiple uh, services. So you know you well. Can, Podcast hosts are typically relatively slow followers of trends, right? Um, Not necessarily. They, they typically adopt things that have already been proven to work, right? Well, let's just go on a limb and say I'm not. I'm not going to be the trend. I'm not following the trends. I'm going to do something different. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, <laughs> no, Ross, you. you can you can you can say anything you want. <laughs> I, so, I just so ahead. any other comments on the in the thread? Oh, it's just, it's, it's a good one today. And I hope I save comments because there's a switch I have to flip. Matter of fact, let me make sure that's that, uh, switch is set so that we don't lose the, uh, great, great conversations today. Let's see here. Yeah. Live chat. Do I have that saved? Uh, yeah, I have live chat replay turned on. Good, 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 good. So we're not going to lose any of these great comments today. This is the most comments we've ever had on YouTube. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about YouTube, right? So I guess that makes sense. Harold says, as a longtime listener, I see it as two different podcast distribution models, but it's not a model. RS podcast and YouTube podcast. No, you have a YouTube channel with a podcast. <laughs> it's not and the, you can make it a podcast but there is but there is no distribution you are on youtube that's what this show this show is designated in YouTube. yeah i know but podcast, but but right? but it is but again if you're going to be on youtube you have a podcast on youtube i guess if you want to say that go ahead as long as you have a regular podcast right yeah right. i know but i'm not gonna i still i we have to again I think we have to be careful as podcasters, well, I, yeah, not I just as think listeners. That the, <laughs> the industry, the podcasting industry needs to be much, I, I guess, continue what they've always been doing. And that's educating yeah. the podcasting industry and new podcasters. And they just got to keep after it. Right. Yeah. But the attention certainly is huge around these alternative platforms because well, everybody's got stars in their well, eyes about video. Yeah, and you know, they, until they understand how hard video really is, and how hard it is to succeed, and how much easier it is, we're seeing. I mean, right now, audio numbers, listener numbers are exploding. I mean, we're watching across all shows. Um, shows are seeing tremendous growth right now because there's fewer podcasts, audio podcasts being created. So yeah. my personal show, this show, they're all up, you know, some shows are up as much as 10 or 15% in the last six months. Um, yeah. you know, it's, that's, that's a, that's a, for shows that have been in the space a while to see that kind of a rise, um, that's really not doing too much other than just continue to create content is that's significant because the listeners have not left, but I do think, I do think, and it's something I kind of heard on another show was that people are being more, more diligent with the time that they're committing to the content that they're consuming. Um, they're being more selective. Yeah. Being more selective. I, I, I think, I think, uh, 
broadcast television is in big trouble. Um, I, I really do. I, I, I just, I, I think mindsets are changing. People are tired of the wars on TV and they want to be entertained. They don't want to be, uh, ideologized or is that the right word? I just, you know, they don't want to have, you know, I, I think things are changing. Um, and you look at like Spotify and other folks like that, free money's over. So experimentation is gone and things have to make money or it's going to get canceled. So. Well, I do wonder, Todd, as you think about the content space today, whether it be podcasting or, or really anywhere, yeah. whether it be, um, it's, it's mainly, I think on the, on the on-demand video side, as you said, the mainstream media is definitely in trouble and, and they have a, uh, a pretty serious trust issue going on, um, that people just don't, you know, don't always believe some people believe what the mainstream media right, says. Right. It, There's it's a lot a of mistake. people that don't believe what the mainstream media says. Yeah. So, and, and that's creating kind, kind of a ideological divide in, in the world. And, and I do see it ha happening, the same thing happening around podcasting and independent media as well. I think that the shows that, um, the big shows that, you know, just like the conservative talk radio hosts, uh, for years in the podcasting medium did not do very well. Right. Um, but over the last five years or so, the conservative talk folks have accelerated and done quite well. So it's just an interesting balance that's happening in the content world right now where there is controversy and division and, and anger and righteousness and social justice are keys to audience building today more than ever. And I think as, as a content show that where we talk about creating independent content, uh, I, I think it's important to acknowledge that as a key driver in many of the genres that we're seeing high, high success right, right now is that they're, they're catering to a community that aligns with their values. Right. Right. And that's, that's what's driving a lot of what's happening in the world today. Um, and everybody's trying to be the one that's right or the one that's <laughs> righteous or the one that's, that, that knows the truth. Right. And right. It knows the I truth. I know the truth. <laughs> You're wrong. All this kind of stuff. And right. that's what's driving the, the media landscape today increasingly um, at, at all age groups. It's not, you know, I think it's, it's a lot of well, what's causing a lot of mental well, don't you know, Rob, sure I'm problems. right on podcasting. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. right. We're right on this and we're right uh, on that. You know, I, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I'm right. I, I have an opinion. Well, it's, and sometimes it's agreed with, and sometimes it's agreed with, right. sometimes it's not, it, you know, it, it, isn't that true? Don't eat me, Tom Webster. <laughs> I mean, I think this episode is, it is good. It's going to be interesting to see what the metrics comes back with on this show is that a little bit of controversy, a little bit of two-sided <laughs> type of discussion. Does that drive more attention? And I think it, I think it does. Uh, you know, and again, it just, what triggered me was really this, this email, you know, that I had gotten and, and, and I'd be kind of frank. I was kind of astounded mm -hmm. that the individual was doing a podcast about podcast and didn't know about Apple podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked when I hear that too, because I've, I've heard it from people too, just generally out there that, yeah. you know, I want to create a show, uh, podcast. What's that? You know, I still, I still occasionally yeah. hear that, but you know, it was in, and it was, you know, I, and I, I probably is a little hard on the guy, <laughs> you know, but it was, it's just one of those things. It was just kind of surprised me. And, um, I, I, well, I don't know. Passionate about this stuff. <laughs> and I appreciate that. But yet, again, going back, there's no rules. This is what podcasting was made up of. Everyone can have an opinion, <laughs> you know, and uh, there's no rules. And you got to do what you think is best for your podcast. And, um, I, you know, and to be honest with you, I don't have, just like everyone else, I don't have the time cyclist to go out and focus to build a YouTube channel. I don't have, I have the time to focus and build my podcast audience. I don't have time to do both. And yes, mm -hmm. the podcast is over there. We stream it live over there. We stream it on Twitter. We put it on Twitch. We put it on a whole bunch of is other that places. Is the crux of the problem, Todd? Is that, I mean, do we think that's really the crux of the issue is, is that people just don't have time to do both? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You know, uh, I guess AI maybe is going to do it all for us. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's a whole other conversation we can have here, Todd. But, it, you know, and, and not much do we want to turn over no. the content production to AI? I did have a lot of fun with MidJourney over the past three or four days. I don't know. I if could, you, have you used I it? S have you used it at all? I have not, but that's on my list of things to Rob, get accomplished. I'm just going to tell you, it's plan on spending about four hours. To, oh, probably more than you that. can just watch the, 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 the queries people are putting. There's no one else. This 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 thing is incredible. Yeah. I mean, incredible. I don't say that very often. It is incredible. Do you have an example that you can share? Yeah, I use. I yeah, I use. I use. I created and, and and I did a very, very poor query. I'm I'm a very amateur. This will get better over time. I created my show's album art from the last. On Geek News Central, the last one. Uh, let me, let me, oh, that's not a good one. Let me get the full link. Okay, well, you can't see it. Hang on here. Let me hear. Well, if you just go over to, and basically, what I asked you to do. Do that with this show? I will. And you just tell me what we should, what kind of a logarithm or what, what we should, just give me a description oh, of what this show. The query? The query. Just give me, you know, we'll, we'll figure something out, but. Basically, I asked it because I the title of the show was Opaque Logarithm Changes by Facebook Lead Publishers in the Dark. And I said, uh, create a picture of a business that is in disrepair for no traffic. And it showed me a build. It built me a building in shambles with rubble around it, with the windows busted out, the roof off the top. Um with a, a, a light pole with no light on it. That's what it created for me. And it was just very simple query. And really what I wanted was, is I wanted to, uh, I tried to get it to create something where it was showing like, a, a, like a, a graph with down going traffic. You know, that's what I was kind of looking for, but I, I couldn't get it to do it. So anyway, it, 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 for the first try, it was a little fun, but. So in this, 
this episode, it's going to have like the podcast logo, which is that, that kind of radio type of icon. And then YouTube logo with boxing gloves. Oh, that's what I should do. So let me write that down. (laughs) Let's, uh, we'll create a logo with, uh, and actually I can probably have the, have the query made now. Um, so we just have a little fun here. I know you guys are sick of this. So you got to go imagine, uh, create a square image. Square image with the podcast RSS feed, and they may not do it because of copyright, feed logo with boxing gloves. Um, competing, uh, competing against each other, the YouTube, and that's why I say they may not allow it. YouTube logo with boxing gloves. Oh yeah. Cause a trademark. Yeah. They may not let it. We'll see here. We'll see what it creates. So if it doesn't do this, and I'll have to word it in a different way. Let's see what it does. How long does it take to usually generate? Uh, well, I'm, I got to get to the bottom of the thread here to find my query. And I'll tell you how long it takes. You got four minutes. Okay, I've got four <laughs> minutes left, and this stupid—I didn't have the stupid thing all the way to the bottom here. So, oh my God, Todd, what are you doing? So I thought I charged up my Zoom HD again. What? All right, where where did it create it yet? Uh, see on the back, there's a tombstone. Okay. On the back of it. Where's my query at? Oh, it's, 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 it's still new... loading. Yeah. I... You, this thing is done in channels. It's kind of weird. So where did it put it? And of course, I probably lost the stupid thing now. Let me look at the status here. Yeah, like the battery dead already. Uh, um, the battery didn't last long. Anyway, I'll find it. And if it works out, then I'll put it in the show notes. But anyway, we're getting close to the end. Where did it dump it? Okay, there it is. It finally came up. Maybe I missed, maybe I missed the, uh, the notification. Maybe it did, it, it, basically said I couldn't do that because it was, ah, that was Uh, dumb. All right. mm -hmm. Well, anyway, so where is it? Hmm. Oh, as far as actually finding the, uh, yeah, because you're in this stupid, this thing, the only thing I hate about it is it's, it's in this discord. You're in discord channels. And everyone mm-hmm. else's art shows up in there too. Um, so 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'll play with it and find it, see where it went. I'm going to have to requery it again. Hmm. But it's amazing. And I immediately paid for it. So, okay. How much is it? 20 bucks a month. Oh, and uh, Beauty Bubba says, add in a minion character style. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, you're into the minions. Uh, Harold says, this reminds me of the stories about studio musicians saying when rock and roll came on the scene, that rock was not music and refused studio work when things changed. <laughs> that really happened? Wow. <laughs> Ross, sorry you couldn't get any work done over the last hour here. <laughs> where did it go well that's our purpose Todd is to be a distraction yeah so. oh here's oh did I get a warning what did it say oh maybe I didn't hit enter maybe that's why it didn't get built <laughs> still not voice command yet no not at all so I'm going to try this again. Yeah, I don't think, did we talk about the new Apple? Um, A little bit, but, but not too much. Augmented reality glass? Okay. I can't remember if we did. I think we did, actually, the more I think about it. Okay, now I see it. Waiting to start. So we'll we'll get a picture here, maybe before we leave. And I'll, okay. put, I'll put it up uh, live here. And the heck? Uh, what the heck is that? This is the Discord channel. Okay, it's creating it now. Uh, it's coming. Oh, I I think this is going to be bad. <laughs> it just <laughs> it's already red. <laughs> yeah, it shows boxing gloves, but oh well, you know, uh, you know. Again, you have to give it the right query. It's it's a forty six percent built. Yeah, this is this this is gonna be a bad one. <laughs> and didn't give yeah, the RSS. Curious. It didn't do yeah, the RSS curious. logo, and it didn't do. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's yeah, really I was curious how it was gonna represent RSS. Yeah, it 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 didn't. YouTube. It didn't at all. I I will say that this is uh. A uh, very poor. <laughs> it's a fail. It's a fail. Yeah, it's a fail. <laughs> can you zoom in on it a little bit? Uh, let's see if I can bring it up. Yeah, that was a fail. <laughs> in a boxing ring with it had F on one side, and yeah, that was that was a fail. So again, uh, work in progress and learning how to use this thing. <laughs> Well, and some things it just may not do do a good job of yeah, understanding what the query is. That right? that's that's a um that's a that's a good twenty dollar you know that that's not a good representation of of the twenty bucks. <laughs> so okay, we'll get out of here. I'm Todd at blueberry dot com. Blueberry without the ease because we couldn't afford to ease at Geek News on Twitter. At Geek hey, News, Todd, at, I know what you could do. Oh, you could I, do a query. Um, uh, say um, the flaming divide uh, demise of uh, podcasting. Oh, does. oh, okay. Imagine <laughs> the flaming demise 
of podcasting, podcasting to video to video. <laughs> it's going to create something weird. It, that's it's not abstract enough. Yeah, we see these these <laughs> images on on YouTube around popular content right it's on there they, they always have flame around them it's almost like people are like on fire or whatever because you, you have to know whether or not it actually knows what podcasting how do you represent podcasting, represent podcasting as an right. image right so yeah. it, it's creating something here <laughs> it's trying it's a 31 percent to create but anyway i'm todd at blueberry.com at geek news on twitter at Geek News, at geeknews.chat on Mastodon. Oh, it's not too bad. You got a guy screaming into a microphone and uh, a flame a flame, flames behind it. <laughs> or a microphone with with flame coming up from it. So not not bad. Not bad. Got a microphone with flames around it. <laughs> so not bad. Not bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll use that one. The dude yelling the microphone with the, with the flames behind. Yeah, that might right. be, that might be a good That's one. That's us, Todd, today. <laughs> That's us. So what you do, if you like that, then you, you click on, it goes one, two, three, four. You click on, uh, on you one, and then it will create, um, a variation of that, that I can then do this and I can open in a browser. And that's what that's that'll be the show art for today's podcast. <laughs> so who who is the dude in that? Some it's uh, supposed to not be a depiction of anybody real, but I saw an image the other day of someone that looked like Dave, one of my support guys, and I was actually going to capture it, but it went off the screen before I could do it. But <laughs> so how did it pick that guy that's uh, or that queer who knows that's what it came up with that's what we you know it came up with three different images so you know we, we could have picked one of these other ones that was in there you know we could have we could have picked the, the what if you put the, the name on the new media show it doesn't do text real good you have to do your own text oh, so okay. if we want to do the second one it'll create me a uh yeah, so here here's the second one. We can we can look at this and uh again open it in a the browser. There there's the full version of it. <laughs> a, that, oh, okay. Is that like a pop filter? Uh, who knows, you know, it, it created doesn't even look like a microphone. Yeah, you know, it's again, it's you know. And we could have put it in the version we could ask it to do a version of an with the Andy Warhol theme, you know, that we could do that next. <laughs> we could we could put Adam Curry's name in there too. Maybe yeah, it, 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 I, I, again, I haven't played with that at all. So with anyway, Todd, Todd Cochran's image, in but, there. but it's not bad really. If you think about that, it's just some episode art to put in. People see that and they're like, what is that? Especially if you come up with a title, like, you know, some, some real, uh, uh, clickbait, uh, title. So, if, so, so if, you were to put your name in there, would it represent you in the art? I don't think so. I haven't tried it. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't think so. And it's not supposed to put create real people, I don't think. And you can't ask it naughty things either. You can't ask it to draw a naked picture and stuff like that. So it won't let you do porn. That's my understanding. I haven't tried it yet. But that would basically say you can't do that. Hmm. 
So there are rules. Well, I'm sure they've set some constraints. Uh, Otherwise, there would be there were people that create anime would be doing all kinds of weird adult porn anime on Midjourney. You know, people are writing books already and having it do the art for the books. They're you know writing books and then each chapter of kids' books are having it do do the art. If you know how to write up a good query, it comes up with some really incredible stuff. I, I was just having fun with it. But if you, because you can see other people's queries, you can see what, what they're doing. And like, here's a query of somebody that his query was Arctic Explorer Wes Anderson style, whoever Wes Anderson is. And, you know, look at that. Pretty incredible. You yeah, know. but is that what Wes Anderson looks like? I, I Again, I don't know who Wes Anderson is. Uh, Yeah. You know, and here's another one. Art Explorer West Anderson style plus Lotus RGB lighting. So it changes it. See, you know, like little, uh, Skype. Put, what uh, put, put your name in there or my name in there and see if it will generate uh, some all right, version. All right. We're keeping people over for the show. You're gonna have to watch the video yeah. version of this show here. Imagine yeah. <laughs> create a picture. Of the podcaster, Todd Cochran. We'll see what it does. Oh, you're probably going to have to put this in the show notes or something. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it actually will depict. I don't think it'll depict do a person. Well, it's going to try to do something. We'll see what it comes up with uh, the view of me. And again, waiting for it to start. You kind of get in a queue. Oh, yeah. So it creates uh, four different versions. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Oh, this is definitely not me. <laughs> it comes up with who it thinks is Todd Cochran. No, definitely not. Look, doesn't look like me at all. Wow. So it it must not be connected up to no no I don't think so photo no because I think collection. they'd run into all types of copyright issues if they did that but it ain't bad you know, so, you know it still has a good that's a good album that's good could make for album art for something you know well I guess it could be thought of as an avatar well you know this is what it came up with right. so well, none of those look like me thank God. You know, so anyway, it's a little, little fun. Yeah. All right. We're way long. We need to get out of here. Rob, okay. how do they, how do they, how do they hit you up? Yeah. You can go to Twitter and find me over there at Rob Greenlee. I, I, I have a little blue check mark that I pay for huh? to, uh, me too, to, to Elon to keep him in business. And then I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also just do a search for Rob Greenley over on, on LinkedIn. You can do a search for Trust Factor, which is my new uh, video show. I'm on episode. I'm coming up on episode eight of the of, of the series. It's on on Spreaker as a podcast, and then also it's uh, on YouTube at uh, 100 TV. Um, if you do a search in YouTube for that. And, or, or you can go to 100tvnetwork.com to, to find over there. You can send me an email, rob.greenly at gmail.com. Happy to hear from you. And if you want to send hate email, please do so. I'm sure we got a few of you riled up today. 
Yeah, I think I have some thick skin, so I think I can take it. <laughs> Me too. So, right. <laughs> and uh, we'll see, you know, here's a true test, Rob, how much we get talked about during a podcasting 2.0 show. Because they, mm, they listen I'm to I'm sure the, we'll be talked about a lot. And I'm, 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 I'm going to get beat up. I don't so. think so. I don't think you're going to get beat up. Well, Adam's already beat me up about this topic. So, oh, really? All right. What did he oh, say yeah. to you? Uh, he, he sent a tweet to me, uh, you know, correcting me. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't see that. I've, I missed out on the I've, fun. I've touched a nerve, Todd. <laughs> Plus, I also put out a tweet, uh, I think it was yesterday, saying that Joe Rogan uh, is a terrific podcast hosts and uh, asks great questions on his podcast. That's why he's got the most popular <laughs> non podcast in the world. And I got all sorts of flack from people telling me that I was uh, taking the sides and defending a, uh, a person that puts out massive amounts of misinformation. Oh, probably. really? So, Oh, so you got yeah. jumped on by the woke crowd. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah. So welcome to our world. Todd. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, it's not like we've never, it's not like we shy away from controversy. I have never, even in my days doing my radio show, I got in all sorts of trouble with that. So, right. That goes way back. That was way before the woke days. In the end, I think ultimately we just love this space and we're trying to protect it and make people think a little bit. That's all. Yeah. And that's <laughs> kind of what you have to think about here is that our, our job out there. I mean, if we're going to think of this as a job or is it a advocation um, is to cause people to think and drive some emotions and get people riled up or, you know, loving us. One of the, one of the two ends of the spectrum. And that's what I think a lot of successful show hosts are, are doing that are make reaching big audiences like a Joe Rogan or. Yeah. So I got to figure out how to get this mid journey so I can put show information on it. So it's just not some raw picture, but for now I'm having a little fun with it. So it's all about experimentation. Everyone we'll see you again. We'll be back here next week with another edition of the battle of the Royals on the new media show. Yes. And matter of fact, Rob, I think, Oh, did we hit a milestone today? I don't know if we, Oh, did. as far as number of episodes, Oh, uh, we did it. Or not. This only this is only five forty five. So okay, no, no big deal. Only five forty five. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on the new right. show. Everyone, take care. Thanks. Everybody. Lit live. Newpodcastapps.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>